This episode of The Final Score is brought to you in part by Squarespace.com. At Squarespace.com, you can get a fantastic website, portfolio, blog, whatever it is you want to do online, you can do it at Squarespace.com. Right now, you can get a free trial, no credit card required. Just simply sign up, try it out, see what you think. And if you like it, use Final at checkout. That'll get you 25% off your next service at Squarespace.com. All right. This is the final score, episode 147 for Saturday, February 8th, 2014. Yeah. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to The Final Score. This is the video game podcast for the rest of us. My name is Scott Johnson. I'm joined tonight by Nicole. It's not tonight. It's morning. Hi, Nicole. Hello. She's waving on camera, too. She's on camera today, guys. Yeah. Hubba, hubba. If you're ever wondering what Nicole looks like. Oh, yeah. I just woke up not too long. Well, actually, I woke up at 5 a.m., but... And then a little sleep later. I understand how that goes. You got a little sick baby. Totally get it. Yep. Been there. Done that. Uh, Speaking of sick babies, Brian Dunaway, also here. (laughs) Hello. Thank you for having me on the show this week. Are you feeling any better, dude? You know, I was sick last week at this time, and I'm still sick. God, you had a bad one. A little bit What's going yeah. on with that? You know what it is? It's the humidity down there. It makes everything stick. It's cold here. I don't know what the crap is going on. Everybody's got a sinus infection. Apparently, sinus infections are uh, uh, um, contagious. Mm. What? Cer- certain types, especially the really? first 24 hours. Yeah, so everybody at work has had it. And Ooh. so I went to the doctor yesterday, and he's all like, Maybe you have the flu, and I'm like, well, maybe I don't want to have the flu. And so <laughs> he comes out. He comes out, and he uh, he sticks two long Q-tips up my nose. Does so have to swab your nose? Yeah, swab you your the, nose. Did you get the flu shot uh, this year? No, I didn't get the flu shot. So I was you thinking, need to get oh, it. I'm gonna. I'm yeah, gonna you should get look, the flu look, shot. No, dude. no, no, no. We've talked about this a million times. Okay, the last time I had the flu, yeah, twenty years ago. Mm. Why in the world would I get a flu shot every single year? Because it's not the same strain. The, yeah, yeah it's a pseudo and feel the pseudo symptoms. No, no, I'm just saying percentage wise. Mm. Percentage wise, I don't generally acquire the flu. I don't see why I would do something every single <laughs> year. Bad this year. Hold on a second. Really Hold on. Let me say something. <clears throat> Let me tell you something. From my experience, I've only had one flu shot in my entire life, and it was this last April. First time right. ever I got one. And I don't get the flu often, but, you know, every five, six, seven years or something, I'd get something real bad. 20 years. The problem is, Mr. (laughs) Outlier, who thinks that 20 years for you means everyone has 20 years between flus. Here's the thing. This year's is particularly virulent. Mm-hmm. And it's mm-hmm. so bad that people in our age range, like our our mutual friend uh, Corinne, who run, helps me run Nertacular, her her one right. of her best friends from high school, who is just our age, died last week because he was an anti flu guy, got mm-hmm. that flu, and that one is so bad for our age group because we haven't been exposed to this particular strain before that it ended up killing him. So, yep. right. so you guys, here in Phoenix too. Yes, and All I didn't right. have I, like- I didn't have any of those pseudo symptoms after I got the shot. None. So, My arm so, hurt. That was it. Well, yeah, but that's no All big right. deal. So, you're, so what you're telling me is that someone close to you died from this or fairly close to Corinne died from this. 
how am I going to argue now about it? <laughs> That's exactly. the point. You can't even argue now. I, even if I decide not to do it, I'm not telling you. <laughs> <laughs> Look, I get I get the whole adver- aversion to it because, I, again, I avoided it for forever. But it's And it isn't just because it's somebody I know who knows somebody. It's just this This is the science this year that people right. in that age range, kids are doing better and older people are doing better than the middle-aged are doing because they are, haven't been exposed to this. And it's really vicious. Yeah. So go get one, man. You'll be fine. Please. It won't hurt you. The worst case is your arm will hurt for a day or two. Big deal. You get that anyway, right? Someone punching the arm real hard. Right. You know what they'll tell us next year? Mm. 20 people died because they got the flu shot. I, every year. <laughs> no, it's they always don't. Nobody different. dies every from getting year. the flu shot. <laughs> oh, my gosh. <laughs> That's all right. Look, it's okay because video games happen whether we get flu shots or not. So let's talk about video <sighs> games. Stay inside and play, play games. Yeah, do that. <laughs> hey! What are you playing? <laughs> oh gosh, what a week it's been for me. Uh, I won't get into the, the the gritty details, but it's been quite the week. And I was able somehow, despite all of the craziness going on, I was able to eke out a few hours in a few video games. And uh, found out that Hawken, remember Hawken? Big old, yeah, uh, yeah, I love that game. Mech yeah. Warrior-like thing. Yeah. I liked it a lot and um, played it quite a bit last year. And then I kind of got away from it for a while and never really intending not to go back. I liked it. So it's just a matter of, you know, you get distracted, do some other stuff or whatever. And heard that they were moving everything to Steam and uh, making it so Steam was the shell you had to use to play the game. Right. And I get that from a sales perspective for them. This is going to only increase their base, but also it gives them, you know, Steam Workshop options and, you know, cool update stuff and all that. Well, I just figured I'd, I'd go over there and do it. They gave me a key to automatically do it. And because I was already a playing, you know, member of the of the community and whatever, and I had some existing currency and all that. So it just all gets transferred. And it was really simple, super easy, and boom, I'm back in. But I didn't know how many updates they were gonna do. Like they they've done all kind even more than just the two months ago that I played it, like all kinds of new interface stuff. There's a bunch of training ground stuff for people who don't know what they're doing. Uh there's a new mode, at least one new mode, a whole bunch of new mechs, a whole bunch of new stuff. All, all new reworked UI and interface for how you um, tweak out your mechs and add new components and and apply your skills and all that kind of stuff. And uh, at least two maps I didn't recognize when I got in and played it. So I'm super impressed with how Hawkins going. I think those guys Very are great, good. and I'm stoked that they're in a place where they can where they can you know broaden their audience and grab onto that whole Steam ecosystem thing and and do well there. So Hawkins still still a threat, still fun as hell. Hawkins still the thing. Yeah, H A W K E N. Although the K is backwards, I believe in the uh, in the in the logo. How do you how do you type that? I don't know how you do. Is there a way to backwards your letters on a typewriter or ty- a keyboard? Sure. Typewriter. Jeez, what it is might it? be typewriter. like <laughs> shift <laughs> control. You know, hold let's, three different keys. Let's <laughs> try it. Shift. Oh, <laughs> well, I'm just making up. Crap. No, 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 no. Don't do what Nicole <laughs> says. You'll bleed your hard your drive. Oh my gosh! I, I think I just launched a missile at the Olympics. Weird. Shouldn't say that on the internet. Uh, so anyway, there's that. I also played the new. Speaking of shooters, a new game that also hit Steam, also was free to play, and just the art style grabbed me when I saw it, and I thought, "Ooh, what's what do we got going on here?" Kind of a um, gritty, but also cartoony, kind of Team gritty Fortress Two ish, but. I would say more like they're they're riffing on like Rambo stereotypes and things like that. Oh wait 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 yeah I think you know what I'm talking. About. Loadout on the PC. Loadout yeah. yeah. Not to be confused with an old PS1 game called Loadout. 
that right, was right. like a spaceship gauntlet kind of game with multi people. You should have did people. that old school today. Is it oh, loadout PC or just loadout? Just on loadout. Loadout on the PC. Yeah, it's in <laughs> Steam, and I and I really ended up having a really fun time with that. It's just kind of balls out, bananas, crazy shooter. It's third person, but it feels like first person in terms of how you aim and squat and <laughs> squat, <laughs> squat, crouch. Crap, I want to I want to I want to map my C to my squat key. <laughs> I mean, Go around teabagging people. Kind of, yeah, I could. <laughs> but it's one of those games where they, if they if they went first person, you would have missed out on a lot of things going on animation-wise. It's exquisitely animated, like Pixar level great animations. And if somebody shoots me in the arm and I'm starting to die, my arm is like a hand start of a forearm and then blown little chunk and then bone and then back to a you know meat again at the top and blood right, is just right. copiously gushing from every every hole that somebody has put in me and it looks incredibly well done like really really funny and well done and you know gory but kind of cartoon gore so it doesn't really count um you, when you get your head blown off you kind of stagger forward a little bit and then fall down like there's all kinds of great animation going on with like death and and mayhem in that game and um I really like it. I think it's good, and I hope it gets, I hope it gets the audience it deserves. So I'm going to keep playing that a little bit. It just kind of ring, it brings you back to kind of the, the quake and unreal days, but also adding in the you know leveling up your dude and getting new weapons. And the other oh, weapons I should have mentioned this are completely customizable. So you go in there and say, I want this stock. And you can do this right away, even though you haven't leveled much. I want this stock. I want this scope. I want this magazine. I want this kind of ammo. I want these kind of grenades. Like you can just be real picky all the way down to the kind, the, the different components that are plugged into your gun stock. And right, um, right. it's really good. Mm, totally recommend cool. it. Yeah. People should play is it. it. A, you two should play it. It's free. Oh, it's free. It's free to play. Free. Yeah. I would, I put it on, um, I put it on par with like Team Fortress 2's kind of model. It's like that, that kind of free to play. Right, right. Oh, cool. And it doesn't, you never feel like, I never once feel like I need to throw down more cash. It feels like I can just keep going and uh, play all I want for free. And it's good. I like it a lot. Nice. Uh, really worth playing. And then uh, the Grim Dawn Alpha. Do you guys hear about this Grim Dawn no, here? No. What's All right. <clears throat> so a few years ago, 90, no, no, it would have been 2000. Wow. Something. That is a lot of a few years ago. Would have been 2006. Uh, so it's still, you know, a decent amount of time ago. There was a game on the PC called Titanfall. And it was. Yes, cre- yes, yes, yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Created by a bunch of dudes, some of them ex-Blizzard people who built essentially a Diablo game set in the myth- mythological Greek universe. Right. And a lot of people love that game. I loved it. I thought it was amazing. Still looks incredible today. That thing holds up to just about any new game in that genre. It's amazing how well that holds up in terms of how it looks. <clears throat> anyway, I was a big fan of it. And the guys who made that game ended up getting the whole uh, dev team got dissolved and sold and broken up. And never the, you know never would they come back to do anything. But some of them, and I want to say one of them was their founder, uh, last year, or it may have been early last year, so it's been a while, but they announced a Kickstarter for a game called uh, Grim Dawn. Grim Dawn is the name. Grim Dawn. And I, at the time, got super excited, and I freaked out, and I went, yes, I'm going to support this, and I threw my 18 bucks or whatever it was toward it because that got me a copy of the Alpha, and, and then I just forgot about it because that's how you do on Kickstarter, right? You're just like, oh, that'll, that'll yeah, come right. out sometime. So I just kind of went on, did my thing, and supported other stuff, and kind of forgot about it completely. Then I see it suddenly show up on Steam under Early Access, which you could buy into for like 30 or whatever. And I went, oh, didn't I buy that game? Well, I yeah. think I already owned this. And now, yeah. I, then I was confused. Like, wait, now where do I get it? If I bought it, how come people on Steam can get it before I can get it? And it turns out I had just missed a spammed email 
oh. from then that said, here's your code on Steam and you're all set. Go for it. And I went and I found it, got in there, downloaded it. Did and, they do that with Wastelands too? Uh, yes, I believe same deal. Did you, you yeah. supported that, didn't you? Yeah, I haven't gotten a code, so maybe I missed it. Go to their forums. They usually have some, that's how I figured this out is they had a thread okay. that, you know, you'll be able to do this and blah, blah, blah. And it, that game looks great. I never supported it, but I totally want to play it. Wastelands, Wasteland 2, that is. Because I love the first one. Oh my gosh. It's old as hell, but it's so good. Um, <clears throat> this one's kind of similar in the sense that it's uh, set in a kind of post-apocalyptic sort of um, New Vegas kind of style thing. Although there's a lot of other stuff going on here with a lot of magic and things that aren't just straight up, you know, gritty desert, whatever. Um, and they don't explain magic as mutations because of some bomb or whatever. But it's Aww. still kind of that thing. It's, you know, rusty old hunk of metal for a shield and a, a, a piece of wood with some, uh, you know, wrapped around, um, what do you call it? A barbed wire on it. You know, that, right, those right, are your right. weapons in this game. But it's straight up a Diablo style action RPG, three quarter view, kind of isometric view, smacking on zombies much, and creatures. Right. How much benefit is uh, a barbed wire on a piece of two by four? Better than I think just the two before, wouldn't you think? Because it's got all that last well, I mean, Yeah. But I mean, in real life, I mean, you know, not, even not in real life, though. Really talking. Like if you, you and so? I, all right, listen, you're in a room. I break into that right, room, right? And I okay. start hitting you with a board. Okay, I have a two by four, and you have a two by four, but you've got barbed wire on yours. Okay, go. I win three different you ways. Win. First, you may see it and go, oh, "I'm not fighting him. He's got barbed wire on it." So then you put yours down. That's right. that's scenario number one. Scenario yeah, number two is you don't care. Out. You're going to fight anyway because you've got food right. in there, and I'm going to take it rust style, right? <laughs> so you're there with your wiener out, <laughs> like like rust. <laughs> With my two by four. Yeah, with your two by four hanging. <laughs> that game is so weird. Anyway, so, weird. so I go so, I go in there swinging, and if I'm hitting you with that, with all this laceration and tearing and ripping of flesh effect, and you're right. just hitting me with a straight up board, I think I win. So you don't think blunt force trauma is enough to create a win? You it is if you hit me abrasion, just right first. You hit you me the first. the abrasion and the... Bl- okay. You hit me first, I'm good. But, uh, but the problem what, with that is... I, you're you're slashing I, and you're whipping and you're not hitting. You're not making direct hits. So I'm going to be at the right. advantage because I'm tearing flesh while I'm making non-direct hits. What if I run outside and find a rusty tetanus in, infested uh, nail and then I stick that in my two by four? Then you will Where win, but been? only about two weeks later will you win because <laughs> right. I need to die from tetanus. <laughs> Um. Yeah. Right. Anyway, that's a fun little scenario there that we got to play mm. with there. Yeah. Uh, Grim Dawn. It's good. It's an alpha, so it's you know it's rough on the uh, around the edges. They're they're just finishing Act Two, so there's only really just this first single player part. But it feels good. The the combat is meaty and tough and loud and and it's just real. I don't know. It's dark. It's totally up my alley. So I'm I'm pre I'm pleased to announce or to inform people that it it appears Grim Dawn is coming along very nicely. And if you were looking forward to that game and you like uh dungeon crawly action rpgs you're in for a treat it's it's pretty strong so far um and then for i don't know why and i can't explain it except to say i i feel badly our our, our friend kurt Schilling uh announced the other day that he's got cancer we don't know what cancer oh my gosh I yeah. Didn't event. yeah yeah i was you've been sick but it was all kind of all over the, right. the tweets for a while and and he, uh, I talked to him via text briefly and he's strong as ever in terms of his resolve and how he's going to fight it and you right. know he's going to do He's going to do what Kurt does, which is stand up to whatever is in front of him and fight it. And that's good. Um, but so we don't know what the prognosis is or even what kind of cancer he has. But uh, it's fun. It's ironic, not funny, but ironic that that very same day before I'd heard that news, I got real nostalgic for Kingdoms of Amalur Reckoning again. 
right? And I started playing it. This is the the game that came out before 38 Studios got shuttered and that whole mess happened. And I now I'm it's nice to be reminded why I thought that was one of my favorite games that year. I really really like Reckoning. It's a good game. I love it. And uh it's I mean, just it, business business aside, I mean, the Yeah, game forget about all that. The game they put out is great. Right. I mean, the MMO they were trying to build is really what brought them down. Um right. and this thing was I mean, it's a weird deal, right? Like this wasn't something they did from the ground up. They purchased um Big Huge Games who was in the middle of making this game when they picked right. them up. They kind of reworked it to fit the the Reckoning story. But it was, you know, a lot of that work had already sort of been done. They salvaged this developer that was going to have to go somewhere else anyway. That game was probably right. never going to come out before they came to him and offered to to buy them and bring them on. So it's not like they, you know, successfully went from zero to, to finish on a game. But it was a nice, nice little in-between in kind of stepping stone. And what they ended up making was freaking awesome. I, I, If anybody avoids that game because of the cloud of all the crash of 38, you're doing yourself right. a, a, a real disservice. And right now on PS3, free. If you have yeah. a PSN account, free. Just get it. It's amazing. It's an amazing. I wonder fun how they game. did. I wonder huh? how they did that. I wonder how they did that. Because you, you would think that it would be, you know, it's like, can you can you even put that game out right now on a new platform? I mean, I was just. What do you mean? How did know. they do what? Well, it was already on. It, it was on PS4. Is there, is there any legality PS3? around the? No, it was already okay. on the PS3. You could buy it. It's PlayStation okay. Plus. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. No, yeah. no, it's, I mean, it's you like, would have to ask that of all the games that they offer for free with PlayStation. Plus. Well, yeah, I know, but not all of them are in the middle of uh, lawsuits and stuff, right? I mean, well, that's true. That game, though, it's, isn't so much. That game cleared. I mean, that game was sold and done and finished, and there was no that's that game is not in contention. That that was right. being developed separately. The it's game, the, the MMO, MMO thing, yeah, that's all under all that right. stuff's under all kinds of crazy contention. But that other game doesn't really fit that. So, but it's hard for consumers to separate them, you know. So, what, right. what Brian, what you just said is kind of. I think what consumers think. Yeah, you're you're basically mirroring that problem. Is that they, you know, people don't see it. They see, the perception you're is part everything. Part of the problem, Brian. No. <laughs> <laughs> I am part of the problem. Perception <laughs> is I, everything. I am. Yeah. Problem. So people see that and they go, "Oh, well, I don't want to buy this tainted game that was surrounded by all this controversy." When really, it had nothing much to do with any of that, other than you know the different parties involved. But all that aside, if you just want a really great game, like let me let's say it this way: if you think playing MMOs, what's fun about MMOs is exploring, finding new places, killing things, doing quests, growing your character, leveling up. If that's what you like, this is your game, dude. Right. And I love that. So I loved it. Still love it. Going to keep playing it. it. And it still looks good, by the way. Steam version just looks fantastic. So you're not going to, it's not like playing some ancient game. Mm -hmm. And I do believe one day, 10 years from now, this game will be looked on very fondly by people who played it. It'll be one of those one of those games that people go, oh, you remember that? Yeah, it'll be like talking about the old XCOM or the old, you know, some other, you know, Fallout Two or something. The way they look at those now, they'll look at this and just think that was a great game. I I really I really think that it's just so easy to get wrapped up in the politics of it, you forget how good it was. All right, I agree. so there's that, and our best to Kurt. All right, Brian, what are you what are you doing, man? What are you playing? Well, I am playing this rat game right now. I just picked up. A, there was a demo on Steam. Shut up. It's just the heavy metal and, band, uh, uh, rat. No? no, not okay. rat, not the heavy metal band. Rat. Darn it's it. not even, are they more like, more like a hair band. They really? were more heavy like, yeah, band. they weren't very hairy. I mean, everything they was heavy metal. They weren't then. very hairy. They weren't anyway, very hairy. <laughs> they weren't very hairy. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So I've been playing Ethan Meteor Hunter demo, um, which is a, a little platformer game, uh, and it involves uh, uh, telekinetic powers. Do you have a son named Ethan? I do, and that's the reason why I picked this up. 
So oh, I was like, okay. oh, it's, it's named after Ethan, who's my youngest. I thought and, you were going to uh, just tell us that your son played this game and you were yeah. going to report on I it. I did too. I saw right. that and thought the same, exact same thing. That's I, uh, my, I'm not even playing my games anymore. I'm just outsourcing them to my children. Brilliant. <laughs> and, uh, let no, them, let no, them play the two-hour demo. I get it. Right, right. So, But no, they had a demo of this, so I, I, I've, I've been sick and I haven't had a chance to really play a lot of PC games. Most of my gaming has been... Uh, you know, pocket handheld, laying on the couch, sweating, yeah. and feeling like I'm going to die. But so I said, you know, I got to at least play something. So I said, let's pick up a demo. So that's what I did. Ethan uh, just came out recently. Ethan Meteor Hunter demo. It's a it's a it's a little mouse, and uh, it's it's a platforming, side scrolling kind of game where uh, you get to use telekine- telekinesis and uh, also time manipulation. So it's a little bit of they 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 describe it kind of like as uh, uh, Meat Boy. Uh, meets braid i can definitely see the braid comparison because you do you you manipulate time uh kind of like you do in braid so you you go to a certain point and you die and you're like well that didn't work out well let me try again mm. but the speed to it is nothing nothing like meat boy you know you why do the did, same thing why do people boy. compare it to that then i wonder i don't know what i don't know what was other than because isn't that the kid isn't that the core of the thing is that it's that fast. it's super fast yeah yeah that's why if yeah. you ever compare anything to meat boy you're not doing it because oh the guy and it's red that's why it's the right. same. That's not why you compare them. You compare them because they're speedy, you know? Because right. it's, it's a fast freaking, you, mm-hmm. you, no time to think. And punishing. You just keep going, oh, did I try that? Yeah, exactly. Punishing. Did I try that pattern already? I can't remember. It was so fast last time. I don't know what the frick I'm doing. Yeah. But this game is more of, you know, you, you're taking your time. You've apparently been, you're a mouse and your name is Ethan. And apparently you've been hit by, because I don't think I started actually at the very beginning since this is a demo. Um, you get... Uh, it, you not only say you get hit by, but you get influenced by a meteorite that gives you powers. As you're going along, you collect meteorite bits so that you can get more powers because you're apparently becoming power hungry. Like you I don't do. think that's part yeah. of the storyline. Yeah. But yeah, yeah, that's what you do. So you can get past the next thing. So there's a lot of you uh, entering into uh, rooms where you have to go, okay, well, I've got to move that block and i got to flip it and i got to put it on that platform so that this door opens and you're trying to do your little puzzler thing, which is fine as long as you're not running 101 degree fever and you have a huge headache. Yeah. <laughs> in which case you're like, I'm going to kill this thing. Don't you hate it when watching you, TV. Yeah. Don't you what? hate it when you feel that bad and that one of your favorite things in the world to do casually video games, exactly. you can't even do those. I hate that so Makes, much. Yeah, I hate it too. So mad. But anyway, uh, the game's pretty fun. Uh, the only it seems like I'm constantly getting killed by electrical stuff though. I'm not quite understanding why everything <laughs> is electrified, yeah. but I'm constantly getting shocked to death. And then of course it's not bad because you get checkpoints and it throws you back. Reminds me of a Simpsons where Homer kept trying to something got oh, it was this recent one where something got flung out onto an electrical line. And oh he, yeah, the beer. Yeah, the Bart, beard. He kept, it was for the Super Bowl, and he couldn't yeah, yeah. stop touching it. <clears throat> even though he knew it was going to shock him, but he'd wait long enough to forget and they'd touch it again. And that's what, for whatever it's reason, just I a, just pictured you doing that. It's true. And it's just annoying enough that when you're, uh, you, the checkpoint will start you behind a little simple jump over an electric block. And so you're so focused on the part that you messed up the previous time that you don't think nothing about it. So you come running up and you jump too soon. You land on the, on the electric block and you get shoot back through the freaking, freaking start and you're like oah! so it's all puzzler games yeah i enjoy them greatly right. they, they bring me great zen peace mm-hmm. and uh yeah right also played a little bit more rust which i'm still enjoying yeah rust is cool <laughs> having a lot of fun with that i love the fact that we still have this this rust suburb suba we've got, Suba? A, rust suba. We got a rust suba. 
we got our own Rust server yeah. uh, for the final score, and it, it's it's a totally different game for us, I believe, in the fact that you can feel pretty safe. You and can, we're not you know, making each other take our pants off. Right. You can, <laughs> that's disgusting, by the way. I think we're going to talk about yeah, that. Yeah, we news. are, because it's awesome. It's disgusting <laughs> but, and awesome. Uh, it is disgusting and awesome. And uh, no, it's, 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 if you haven't had a chance to to join, uh, do join, because uh, it's, it's a... It's a very non-hostile environment. Right I will. Now. I will say somebody reported that that he built a shack and somebody took it over. Who shack? Who's, who's shack? On our server, so oh. people are kind of doing. You know, not well, it's hard not to, isn't that game? Yeah, right? game's kind of designed yeah. to do it, right? Right, right. It's not there, password protected, and uh, you know, and we're putting information out there for anyone to really get a hold. The only thing yeah. that's saving us is that. It's not publicly known. It's just well known in the community, our right. community. So for the most part, people play well. But even me, I'm super tempted. Oh man, when I come to like, you know, when I come to the to the rally point where everybody is at, yeah. I walk into a room, and, you know, and there's like nine sleeping bodies in there. I'm thinking <laughs> I could jack every one of these people. I could jack. Can you level. can you kill somebody that's logged off? Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. Oh, I didn't realize that. Um, well, I understand. Good. I haven't done I it. Don't, I don't I think you. I no, don't think you can. You log out. You're out. I don't yeah, think you you're can out. You can take their stuff or break into their thing while they're gone. If they, okay. Yeah, if they put their stuff in one of those crates or take, whatever. Yeah, I could so um, I can take their stuff. I can't kill them. Yeah, you can take their shite. Well, good because that's been a major temptation for me, man. Of I mean, I'm just like I'm walking in there. I'm like, oh, these guys. I can just stab them. Stab, stab, stab. You're naked with well, your noodle hanging out. <laughs> like, I could sure well, use I this gun. In the, I, it had been a while since I logged in, and uh, the whole fort had been changed i'm like where the hell did my sleeping bag go <laughs> like, <laughs> my stuff's gone i don't know where it went so yeah. thankfully i had built a shack hidden in in the mountains and that's right. where i've been kind of hanging out but you can just you can just respawn at your uh, sleeping bag though right i, I had i had two sleeping bags oh okay look at you yeah, <laughs> yeah so whichever one to- whichever one you lay down last is the one that you spawn at Oh, okay. Right. That makes sense. So, so, so hold on though. Did you guys hear what's in the news later? But zombies have been removed. What does that mean? Okay. So, well, I the, mean, have you ever seen? I know what seen, it means. You've seen the zombies, that, right? You've seen them. Yeah. yeah. They killed me. The, the game is the supposed instant. to be a zombie survival game. That's what the original intent was. But they've literally removed zombies because they're not going to have zombies anymore. So the game, I mean, they've what? said this up front on the, on the thing all the time saying this game is probably nothing now what it will eventually be. Bear with us. We're, we know what we're doing or whatever. And this is one of those moments. It's like we're taking yeah. zombies out. So are they going to really take out? The, what? They're going to take out the radioactivity too? Because, I mean, otherwise you're just running around fighting bears, right? <laughs> no pants on. Well, <laughs> no pants on. I think the game is, I think what people are doing with the game is determining what the future of the game will be. So if a lot of the game ends up being just griefing on each other and demanding you take your pants right. off or else we're not, we're going to kill you and take your stuff. If that's the mode, then the game may be headed toward a complete anarchistic kind of gameplay where right, it's right. where that's the focus and who cares about zombies or, or the world other than needing food and wood and, and metals and whatever. Uh, but they still need these burned out buildings because that's where you find a lot of the best weapons and, and ammo right. and and Kevlar and all that kind of stuff. So I don't I don't think I don't know where they're going to go with it, but I, I do feel like things are in major flux right now. And right. even the rock like. The rock you swing at first, or your stone, rock, your only weapon. I mean, that used to up. be a hatchet back in the day. So stuff just keeps changing. And um, do you think they're trying to distance themselves from Daisy? Probably. I mean, they already yeah. kind right. of. There was already kind of an outcry at the beginning of like, well, why don't you just make Daisy? It's just you know, people were all irritated that we're on the Daisy side of things. 
maybe their thinking is we have an opportunity to be a little bit more weird over here. <laughs> yeah, that's for sure. <laughs> yeah, like kind of, kind of the guy. I mean, he's the he's the Gary's mod guy. It's Gary. So when he does something weird, it fits the Gary's mod. You know, Gary's mod is weird. The yeah. whole thing is weird. So I think Russ should be a little weird and not be so serious. So all these steps are fine by me. I don't I don't care too much. I'm more I'm more curious to see where this ends. Mm-hmm. But we may be years from seeing where he's decided it's done. Right. You know, Gary's mod. How long did he work on that thing? Oh, that forever. Yeah. It's finally just a thing. But but back in the day, right. I mean, it was a very different thing for a while. And then it was kind of a weird gallery character poser for a while. And then it was like an, its own game type where you could put mods and play game adventures. And now it's all those right. things. Like, who knows? Russ could be very different in a year or two. I don't know. Mm-hmm. I'm interested. It's a lot of me fun, too. though. Yeah. yeah. I like very it. Very open. Yeah. Makes me, makes me feel warm inside to see games like that. Right. Uh, I played a I played some I uh, played some phone stuff of course uh, the typical you know using my teeny towers and uh, my Darth Death Star mm-hmm. you know that are you kind of sending stuff. me valentines? Uh, yes, I am sending you valentines. Am I? I would be. I don't know. I would, are you, are you, you talking about on tapped out? Or are you talking yeah, about? Yeah, this in, is uh, tapped out. You're sending no, valentines. I haven't played. I haven't played any tapped out lately. I need to get back into it for the valentine stuff. I usually okay. get back into it around the holidays. Nicole, I and, tried uh, to send so you that's... some, but your town disappeared. So there's nothing there. Your town that. disappeared. Yeah, oh, my just, town disappeared. There's just floating boxes there and floating little. You just showed We're me not, before I the show. I don't. Oh yeah, but it was just a glitch. <laughs> I'm not playing tapped out at all is the point. I was going to say, I think I unfriended you. Yeah. <laughs> oh, did. Oh, and smack. I did a long time smack. ago, but I don't, I haven't touched that thing. In- awesome. I have been playing this, this game that uh, somebody told me about is called a uh, pirate showdown. Did I talk about this already? Maybe. I, I can't remember. It's just a very simple, it's a very simple game. Uh, you, you're on one side and a, 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 uh, an opposing team is on the other side. It's only single player. And uh, basically, you send out ships from your bay to go towards the other guy. And it's just in a straight line. And you're just basically laying down ships to go against the other team. So whoever uses their money management the most efficiently to send out the right amount of pirate ships towards their town at the right time ends up winning. So there's like this uh, open battlefield straight down the middle where your ships kind of cross each other and they just automatically shoot each other. Uh, Sounds like it's, it's interesting. It's kind of tower defensey, but there is more like you're doing it. Well, no, you do you're doing it, you're doing it right then. It's not like you're laying it out beforehand. Everything doing is just it, going doing constantly. It, doing it right. I don't like doing, doing it right. You're doing it for the record. I don't like right I don't like doing it right then. I don't like doing it before, and I don't like doing it after. <laughs> I hate tower defense in all of its forms. Right. Hate but it. uh that and I played I played a, a game we're going to talk about uh shortly in, in the news. Oh, uh, would that be Dungeon Keeper? That would be Dungeon Keeper. Oh, I can't so. wait to talk about that dog of horse manure. It's going to be right. uh, that dog of horse manure, that bag of horse manure. Oh, <laughs> oh and I do have a flappy bird. Uh everybody, oh. okay. Every okay, if, originally it was just a s- retarded casual I'm sorry for saying the R word. That's all right. It was it was it was us people. You'll like, you'll get you know, I'll send any emails that casual we get gamers. to you. It's fine. It's fine. It's not Thank a problem. Thank you. Appreciate it. Sure. Um, I, I did apologize. <laughs> yeah, um, did. So maybe I will. They're in trouble right now for making, listen, they're making 50 grand a day on ad yeah. sales. Right. For that stupid, right. and when I say they, I mean one dude. One dude. 50 grand right. per right. day. And then here's the, the stinker about it. A lot of people are up in arms about this. He's basically using art from different games in there. They may not be exactly ripped from it, but they're definitely sort of duplicating it. Those pipes are Mario pipes. Yeah. yeah they, they are. are. Oh! They're totally no Mario pipes. So, 
Flappy no, Bird. People I are hate all you. people are all mad. Plus, that game's hard as hell. Plus, you know, it's one That's of those just like it's one of those things. It's like just captured everybody's you, imagination and became, became did you this see viral the, thing. The Tumblr that um, shows all of the ripped off games and people saying, "I need to create a version of Flappy Bird. I'll pay you five hundred dollars." Blah blah blah. No, like, I there's love like that. this whole like just seedy underworld of copying games and there's a tumblr blog that kind of shows it just and in fact flappy, flappy bird yeah. is a copy of a game in i think 2011 <laughs> that was the same thing yeah so ugh. yeah okay all right all right that's not that's not really the reason why i was wanting to talk about it. everybody's okay, heard sorry about sorry everybody's heard about flappy bird dare her her the 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 uh i think more than anything is the buzz around flappy bird because the game is very simple there's nothing really much to it and uh, but there is such a desire for people to say that they have made it a certain amount. I work with a bunch of uh, women, yeah, at work, where I work at, and there it's not it's not a, it's not a good or a bad thing. Yeah, I'm just saying they're very competitive with each other, mm-hmm. and uh, they're all probably you know 40s in that age group. Well, we had a shadow come to work. Uh, not not like Peter Pan Shadow. A, a what it is is a a kid from one of the schools. His parents works there, and so he come to shadow us. He is a teenager. He's played Flappy Bird. He literally spent thirty minutes at our front area with all these forty year old women standing around trying to get him to get them past like level you know like twelve <laughs> or something, so that they could go home and show their children. That they were capable of getting past, you know, one or two tubes. Wow. So it's like this weird adult appreciation of children and teenagers because because these teenagers are able to get in like 60 and 70. Yeah. You know, and and these these people over 40 are having trouble getting past two. So it's just this weird the game's weird. I don't know what to call it. Yeah. It's I don't think weird. that guy they've been there's some been some interviews with the guy, and he's like, I had no idea. He goes, this is just supposed to be a right. throwaway game. Yeah. He didn't expect that. <laughs> 50 grand a day. Let's do a little math, folks. Just want to do a little math on that. 50 grand a day. Just on ad. Just as ad impressions. This is all he's making. There's no in-game buying or purchasing. It's just strictly ad right. views. Okay. So 50K a day. Hold on. Times. Let's say he does it for, let's say he, let's say he only gets to do that for 200 days and then it drops off. Okay. 200 right. days. That's. Ten million dollars, right? Right. Holy now, what, shit! What is sheet. What is what does Apple or Joy take of that? I wonder. Well, that that's just or, or was that or was that his take? This is his take. Complete. So wow. they're making their thirty percent already. Plus, yeah. this is his seventy. He's right. making a, he's making ten million dollars in less than a year. And you know he's just sitting around going, "How can I make another Flappy Bird?" I think he's not doing that. I think he's thinking, "I'm going to take this for all I can get out of it." And when this is when this flash in the pan is over, I am going to have good money in the bank, solid investments, and relax the rest of my life. That's what I would do. That's what I do too. Uh, yeah, not me, man. I'd be like, "Okay, how can I start these people have some more money?" Yeah, I'm greedy, I guess. You're the. I just you're watched the, the Wolf. Of, you, you I watched just watched the, the Wolf of Wall Street. Yeah. Oh, how was that? How was that movie? Oh, profane. Yeah, I heard. Go say, don't cuss. <laughs> some sweary, some sweary business. I've heard. Most people they're naked most of the time, mm. and uh, there's lots of profanity and lots of drug use. Hold on, so, worse, worse swearing than say, um, Goodfellas. It's the, most, it's the most sweary per minute movie yeah. of all time. It is. Wow. It, yeah. I thought that I was Pulp down. Fiction for a long time. No, I guess I, not. It probably was. This makes this, Pulp Fiction look this like broke they the were. Record. Yeah. 
All right. More swear words per minute. Nice. Well, and, and number of naked ladies got to be pretty close <laughs> <to> there. <laughs> uh, well, that's that's good news for everyone, I suppose, or not. And that's what I've been day. doing this week. All right. Uh, nice. Nicole, what are you doing? Yes. So chapter two of The Wolf Among Us finally released this week. Yeah. Yay. And I consumed it <laughs> very fast. Yeah. Like, like, and and how was, was it? It was great. I love this game. It's yeah. getting better. Yeah. So I like the first one. It a took lot. forever for the second chapter to come out. Like I was looking at the time frame. Episode one came out in October, October 11th of last year. Mm. So episode two came out February 4th or 7th, whatever. Um, and I just feel like I finished it really fast. Like it just seemed fast, but I don't know if it was because I just really enjoyed it or if it really truly was shorter than the first episode, but um, <laughs> it's a, it's a great for anyone not familiar with the fable comic book. Um, this is a prequel to that and it stars the main character you play is a character named Bigby, mm-hmm. the big bad wolf. Yeah. And it's, it's just a cool imagination of, um, all the fable characters like Snow White, uh, Cinderella, Beauty and the Beast. And that's really what this Beauty and the Beast are kind of the focus of this chapter. Got it. So you're investigating a murder, multiple murders, actually. Yeah. Uh, and it's good. I Why are you not playing it? No, I'm playing play the first one. It's insane. Okay. I can't wait to play the second one. I'll do why it, are you I'll not playing it, Brian? Probably get it this week. I have no excuse. Okay. Well, <laughs> you need to play it. Good, good an excuse, damn it. Uh, yeah, that game is really, really good, and it's they great. just keep it's getting great. better. And I feel like I do it, like the, I like the comic series. I just feel like if yeah, it's, uh, fables, right? Yep. Right. Um, I feel like if if this is the future of how uh, those guys Telltale makes games, I'm so in on that. I think this is if this is the future adventure of adventure style gaming, and we leave the old days of I found a pipe. Will it fit into the hole? If we don't have to do that <laughs> stuff anymore, <laughs> that would be great. That would be great. There was only one fight scene in this one. Um, and the fight scenes consist of hitting Q, 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 or, you know, A, or moving to the left, moving to the right, stuff like that. There was only controller or are you playing keyboard? Keyboard. Mm. There's no controller with this game. There is with the first one. Is there? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, I guess, I guess if you're playing on Xbox, I didn't even. No, I mean, I'm saying like PC. On the PC? Mm -hmm. I didn't even notice that. Yeah. I have that's, my controller. That's how I, I played. It's the same scheme as they used for the Walking Dead games last uh, last year, and it feels it feels pretty much identical. Well, it's nice go. though. I, I like didn't it. realize that. I kind I of per- ended up preferring it. I'm usually keyboardy with these kinds of games, but <clears throat> I feel like those guys m- make these more consoleified. So I, mm-hmm. for whatever reason, I like the controller better. Did, are anyway. you looking forward to the Borderlands one? Yeah, you know, I, I asked me in a different year and I would have said, whatever, that's weird. But I'm so happy with the way they're doing this stuff that I, mm-hmm. I'm i just, I think I'm in regardless. The artwork, I think, is a perfect fit. Yeah, that feels like it, right? That weird kind of hand-drawn, mm-hmm. yeah, strange so thing. Yeah, it's just like what they're doing. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, that's later this year, isn't it? Yeah, I think so. Yeah, that and um, the Game of Thrones. I'm not, I'm still on the fence with the Game of Thrones. I'm not. One. I think that looks awesome. I think that's another one I'll play for sure. Have you seen a trailer? I haven't seen a trailer. No, I've only seen the snow. Like a black couple of stills. Yeah, there hasn't been much shown. But how can you say you're you're because I think they'll do a good job with it. I think I think that's a rich, cool universe. You could do all sorts of things in. I don't think they're going to just straight up try to retell the Game of Thrones story. There's no way it's too big and complex. I think they go with some side story thing that none of us have heard of. And I'm all for more of that. 
It'd be fine with me. Uh, we'll see. I, I yeah. just whatever. They just seem to be firing on all cylinders and doing good yeah. work, and they're putting the money back into it. And I'm, I think that's good for a company like them. Yeah, I, I, I like this. is a great story, so I'm excited about it. So tell us about this. Uh, what's tear out? You're not talking about we, tear away, are you? Oh yeah, that's what I meant to say. <laughs> tear out. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not feeling so good. Oops. So tear away, tear away. Yes, the Vita game, and we've talked about Hakido was. He played this and he was, he raved about it and he loved it. And it's from the same people that made Little Big Planet. And I got it for Christmas. I just hadn't found the time to play it. And so I, I started playing it last night and I was hooked. It's a wonderful game. This is a, have you been playing it? Yeah, I'm almost done with it. I got maybe a oh, level left. I love this game. Love it. It's adorable. And yeah. I think I was smiling the entire time I was playing <laughs> it's it. It's like, how it's can you so- not? It's just so inventive. And sure, I mean, some have complained, oh, it gets kind of repetitive. You do the same stuff later, but. It's still a world I don't mind spending a bunch of extra time in. Well, Just, the fact that they're using the back um, pad and mm-hmm. you, you're tapping on it and your your digital finger. Goes, they're like sounds- the Indians and the Buffalo. They use right. all of the Vita. <laughs> all of the Vita. Yeah, they respect the entire Too bad this doesn't have Vita. like a connect. Too bad it's like a connect emotion sensor on it. This is too bad. Well, that'd be well, all right. You- they the camera they use the camera a lot so you are the being in the sun i hate that part you know why it's not that i hate it because i don't think it's cute or cool it is but i don't like suddenly that my ugly unshaven face is suddenly in the sun looking at everything i'm like laying in bed i got a double chin i'm like yeah that's not what i was going for tear away tear away tear away not known for flattering its players for sure and it does so, yeah. it so longingly like there's all these paper people staring up into the heavens and i'm going uh, i could sure <laughs> go for a hot dog right about now <laughs> Jabba the <hood>. yeah. <laughs> well that's great i'm glad you're playing yeah, it it's it's adorable i love it i it, just love how everything looks like like construction paper and it just feels like a real paper craft world and well and that's the whole point of a lot of it is um you get paper craft um things for the real world so you print it out and you can make the little squirrel and so you have a collection of paper craft if that's what you're into you can you can make all of the characters in the real world with uh with the uh, plans that they give you so it's it's adorable get it i like it i'm I'm surprised it's not free yet on uh, playstation plus i'm sure it will be Mm. I have to. I have to imagine it'll be one of those things where they say here. Especially, a- yeah, it's a super supported Sony thing. Whenever there's one like that, it's yeah. almost assured that at some point it'll be a, one of the free ones for a while. But I think it's a ways off, probably later yeah. this year or something. But if it's yeah, worth it, if you don't want to get it now, and it's not too expensive, I want to say I I want to say it was seventeen on sale or something. Oh, that's not bad. It was a completely good deal for a game that good. So yeah, good game. Yeah. Hell of a game. game. Great game. Tell us about so, Valentine's okay. Day. Are we? Oh, I guess we already did. No, we already talked about it. I just I was excited to see that there was an update to Simpsons Tap Out, and they've changed it up this year again. And they're using the wheel that you spin for stuff, and so you give you give Valentine's Day cards to your friends, and they give them back, and it's stupid. Is it stupid? <laughs> <laughs> but it's also one of my favorite episodes of The Simpsons is, is a Valentine episode. I don't where, even uh, watch The Simpsons. I just play the damn don't game. You remember- Hey, hey, Sky, remember the episode where um um Chief Wickham's son, what's his name? Uh Ralph. Yeah, yeah, Ralph. He gets the he gets the he gets the crush on Lisa and yeah. she gets he gets the choo choo choose me. Choo choo choose me, yeah. Content. Yep. Yeah. It's a classic That's episode. That's one where he had a crayon up his nose. You choo choo choose me? Or that may have been Homer that had a crayon Why up his nose. Why am I looking yes. at your dungeon? Because it's probably locked up because that game sucks. Look at that. 
Look at that update. Yeah, look at that. Not it only that, but look how stuck it is. And I'll bet it locks up because mine does constantly. Still waiting. We'll talk. That's not even my biggest problem with waiting. that game is how much it locks up. Oh, but we'll get to that. Don't you worry. <laughs> oh, don't you worry, man. Yeah, don't we'll you get worry, to that. little wee heads. Okay, it's uh, time for a little bit of news here. Let's do that. I need food. You're going to have to play. Oh, before I tell you about that, let me tell you about our friends at Squarespace.com. Squarespace.com. You're sitting there and you're going, man, I sure like that tearaway Nicole talked about. I'd even play tear out if it was a game. <laughs> and I like it so much that I want to do a fan site all about the little tearaway character, Envelope Man, Head Man. Make your own papercraft. Yeah, your own papercraft, whatever. You might even want to sell the design, the schematics, and you're thinking, I don't know how to do that. I don't know how to make a site or a portfolio or anything to have people come and see how cool this stuff is. I don't have a friend who does it. I'm just kind of screwed. No, you're not. Go to squarespace.com, try out the trial, no credit card required, and see what they can do for you. All the templates you'd need for such an uh, an, an enterprise all of the tools to sell your stuff. Everything's right there. Piece of cake, simple pimple. All you got to do is sign up and try it. And if you like it, we are here to save you some money. Use final at exit or at exit at uh, checkout, not at exit at checkout. Right. Use final and that will get you uh 25% off your order at squarespace.com. That's wow. final is the code and uh 25% off at squarespace.com. All right, let's talk about uh, Titanfall. So that's coming to the Xbox One and the PC. And the 360 as well, that's getting sorry, delayed. sorry, yeah, yeah. It's getting delayed. Delayed on the 360. But you have to use Origin? Uh, so you have to on the PC. So this is, the, this is right. the news that everyone was dreading. Because it's EA, EA is the publisher, mm-hmm. they're going to make you use Origin. They've not done this with every EA game lately, but... Once in a while they do, and they usually do it when they think, well, it's so big, we'd be crazy not to with this one, because then more people will use Origin, and then I just get madder and don't want to play their games. But anyway, you have to use Origin to play Titanfall on the PC. Now, some would say, well, what's the big deal? Origin's fine. Fine. Go ahead and use Origin. I think Origin is <laughs> bloatware and junk. And you say to me, well, what about Steam? What's the difference? Even- Steam's awesome. That's the difference. Origin I sucks. Think- I love your logic. Right. Awesome. I don't even think... Sucks. <laughs> <laughs> Don't even think Origin is bloatware. Is is nothingware. It's just there's no value to it. That's my point. There is no value to it. There are I can I can give you a litany of of lists of values I get out of Steam. I don't get right. any value out of Origin. Origin is nothing more than a way for them to try to advertise other stuff to me. And yeah. it may be a thin client. It may be better than it's ever been. But there's no point to it. They don't need right. it. Just let me play your damn game or put it on other services. Make it more available to other right. people. If I could buy Titanfall like, on Steam, I'd do it right now. Steam is only Steam is only um, attractive to me because of the huge library that is available. And Origin just doesn't have that. And if they did, it would only be EA games. Right. And right. I love EA games, but it's just like having the freaking warner brothers movie movie collection thing they're trying to sell now yeah. i'm not interested in your warner brothers movie collection i want netflix yeah i want something from everybody i want amazon prime i want big services with everybody in them i Do don't i don't think, want that though the reason why they keep their games in origin and not because they don't allow them in steam steam well, does these amazing sales yeah. sometimes yeah. they let some they, in there but it's they, rare so steam is known for those sales they 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 mark down games all the time. Do you think that EA is kind of looking as we can c- control that price point and keep the value of that game 
versus I mean well EA has the final say yeah they have the final say though even in Steam so if Steam says if Steam says yeah we want to put all this stuff on sale and the publisher doesn't want to do that they don't do it so it's it's a it's a it's a you they, they don't Steam doesn't get to just straight up discount games without anybody having a say so and and the other games like Amalur which I'm playing doesn't require any of that crap it runs in Steam just fine on its own just fine yeah. on consoles just fine this is strictly them trying to get an ecosystem that people are forced to come play in. And it, if the ecosystem was strong and awesome and had the breadth of content that something like Steam or other services have, then great. But that doesn't. It's poop. And I'm, I'm looking at I'm looking in the chat room. Jimmy. Jimmy, how's it going? Hey, Jimmy. Um, Jimmy. And a couple of the people are green as well. Uh, it, Origin doesn't bother me horribly you, bad. I, I don't like it. Right. I don't. I'm not. Origin's kind of a pain, but it's not it's not nearly as bad as you play. You play is yeah they they have peer to peer sharing on updates and that kind of stuff so yeah when it does destroy your bandwidth he's saying it destroys his bandwidth that it absolutely does oh, I yeah, hate yeah. I hate when they don't allow you to easily know or manage your peer to peer oh yeah don't get me started dude you you play is worse like I'm not right. I'm not saying that the the origin is the end all worst thing ever. But there are three serv- There are two services worse than Origin, so I'll give them that. It's UPlay and Games for Windows Live. Now, Games for Windows yeah, Live yeah, is yeah. now stopping and being pulled, and thank goodness. I mean, right. well, all hail Lord Zeus for the change in our lives, because that's the worst thing that ever happened to anybody. It was terrible. Uh, UPlay is just about as bad, perhaps maybe the worst now that now that Games for Windows Live is right, leaving, right. and then. And that what makes that worse? So there, there were some games. Someone will have to correct me if I'm wrong, but I'm pretty sure there were some games that had both a UPlay layer for a Ubisoft game yeah, and yeah. a Games for Windows Live layer on top of that, and you could buy yeah. it in Steam. Right, right. But That's you had to have all of these three things happening at one time. Who, who do you have to fire around here to have that <laughs> never happen again? <laughs> like, what remember is that, that about? Gotham, remember that Gotham game? That was oh, horrible. That was the worst. Gotham. Gotham City. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yes. Oh, remember that? That was that was hideous. That was was the last uh, Windows Live game I played. I said, I am so done. It's stripped out now. You can play it now and it doesn't have it. Right, it is, yeah. That game's actually gotten better. But here's here's some logic. I'm going to lay this logic on the heads of our listeners. There is a reason that they don't force people to do this on the console side. Now, they may have options. Hey, you can optionally sign into that Uplay account. You may have somewhere else. If not, it's okay. Skip. It's fine. That's what they do on consoles. There's a reason they do that there. And then on the PC, they force it. Do you know why they do that? Because on consoles, nobody would stand for it because the expectation of plug it in and play is too high. Mm -hmm. On PCs, they are taking advantage of the fact that you are used to a little bit of jank in your life and you'll be okay (laughs) with it. That You're is running exa- a PC. Yes, that is exactly <laughs> what they think. And when they think that, they are they think less of you, and you should not freaking stand for that crap. That's all I'm saying. Yeah. As collective right. players, we should rise up and kick them square in the testicles. The, I agree. The digital te- the digit digitals. The digit digitals. All right. Moving moving on. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Got a thirty dollar price break for a limited time. So if you still want to enjoy that, that's cheap. Pile up like seventy bucks. Seventy. Yeah, for the original one. And they got a new one coming out that the only difference is a slightly reworked controller and uh, more memory. 
Uh, right, right. Not and more CPU or any of that, but more more storage, I should say, not memory. And they did a white one for a little while that was pretty cool. Yeah, none of them are cool. They're, they're all crap. Things. They're all garbage. You know, you know what's true. Whatever, Scott. Steam. Whatever. Steam ad recently updated section to organize game updates. Not exactly the... It's a nice addition, but it's not exactly the um, the early access change I'd like to see. But right. it's something. It's nice to see. Oh, hey, look. Update to that game. That's interesting. They might have fixed that problem everyone was complaining about. Or they took Windows for Live, whatever, out of it. Or... Or whatever. So that's good. But Steam, how about now? You've done that. How about you go back into your office? Look out. I'm <laughs> pissy today. Go back in there and you make it so that early access is easy to sift out of normal games. Please do that. Right, right, right. They're, they're almost, it's getting there. They, it's coming soon. Okay. Gonna, I think it's still there. It's trying to get that buzzword, trying to get as much as they can out of it right now. I'm going to believe you. I'm going to believe you. Thank you, uh, The Let's see. Uh, what else? Zombie survival game, Rust. We talked about Rust. They removed zombies. We right. talked about that. They kept the survival part. <laughs> uh, Thank goodness. Dungeon well, Keeper. Let's away. talk about this big headline, and I agree with it. Dungeon Keeper is shit, and here's why. All right, Brian. You know you're going to okay. defend this game. I'm going to defend it because it was... And Nicole, much? you've not played it yet, and I'm going to require you to listen to this carefully and make your own choice, okay? Okay. Because I don't be want... Because uh, I actually be care about you, and I don't want you to... your art. State your arguments. <laughs> I care. I care about you and don't want you to waste your time or your or your efforts in this life. And so this is one way I can do that is keeping you away you from Dungeon Keeper. It's free. Oh, free. So you're not going to waste money. Well, you will if they in, if in you play it the way you're supposed to play mm-hmm. it. But anyway, Dungeon Keeper, a a revered game from Lionhead Studios, Peter Molyneux back in the day, a PC game that was incredible, groundbreaking. That and Dungeon Keeper funny. two, incredible games, funny interesting totally new take on genres essentially you were a you know you were the head demon of a dungeon imagine diablo except you're playing all the stuff you're about to encounter and you set up traps and and uh you know whole, like tower defense kind of but not the same i wouldn't not say as, it's the same bad. no you're not setting up because you're not really setting up towers and then beefing up those towers you're saying what's this, this like you know what that. this is more like this is like that um orcs must die one and two in a, in a yeah, way, in is, a way, it's coward, it's coward tower defense too. But yeah, it's not, it's not as simple. I mean, there's a lot of. Eh, is I, I don't necessarily say it's a stretch to call it tower defense, but it's kind of got some of those same mechanics. Some but there's that, so sure. much more. There's so much. There's a lot more story here. Mm-hmm. I mean, there's the uh, the head demon guy. Yeah, and you and he's funny, and you want to kill the you want to kill the hero that comes, and you're going to use all your little minions to do it, and all these traps and all this stuff. And you spend your currency and you do your thing and it's fun. And it was a great game for its time and still holds up today. So everybody got kind of excited because since EA owns all this crap now. Right. That they were going to put out a new game. They were going to call it Dungeon Keeper. It was going to be on iOS and potentially so other we're platforms. Thinking, yeah. So we're thinking Dungeon Keeper like on the PC, except it's yeah. going to be it's going to be on my phone. Yeah, that's a good right? idea. It's a good idea. Touch interface Sounds fits. Sounds like a good thing so far, doesn't it? Sounds well, good. First of all, it's buggy is all crap and back and crashes constantly. There's number one problem. Let's say they fix that with that giant update you're getting right now. Okay. Well, I got the giant update. I wasn't crashing before, so I don't know if I just got in under because I only downloaded this like middle of this past week. Oh, so yeah. I had it earlier than may, that. It was a crash. Maybe fest. Yeah. The mini right. mini crashed more than the full-size iPad. The full-size iPad crashed less than my phone did. Like It was just constantly having issues. So I right. gave it a, as much try as I could. When I was able to get in, this game wants you to pay for everything you want to do or wait. So they have gone right. with the free-to-play model, which is do a thing and then rush it through by spending a little money or we'll see you in five hours where Pretty you much. can check it again. That fundamentally breaks what Dungeon Keeper is all about. 
And I hate that. Right. Give me a game, charge me 20 bucks and I'll pay for it, on, even on the phone. Yeah, I Give me a real game with real money that I can play like actual Dungeon Keeper, not this unholy abomination that you've made out of Dungeon Keeper. <laughs> not when EA is seeing the type of money rolling in from Simpsons Tapped Out. But Simpsons right? Tapped Out can get away with that because exactly, it's, but- it's a genre that already established itself and they get it. But you're right. It's what it's. It's a it's, boardroom uh, of of execs going. Oh, well, Simpsons tapped out. That that's working yeah, with that's these microtransactions. Right. That's making more money than Madden is, guys. We got to do more of that. <laughs> you're totally right, and I hate that you're right because that's the way things are going to go for a while over there. Now there is a big up up fart about this game, and it's got. It's the lowest score. Love it. Up fart. Up fart. It's got the lowest score you can get on the App Store. You can't get lower than where it's at right now. No, it's not true. It has three stars. No, it has one on my iTunes. Are you sure? I'm I'm looking because I, I just downloaded it. It has three stars. Hold on. I'm going to look this up. 2000. Not that I don't believe you, but I'm surprised. Over, Maybe it's changed. Over 2,100 reviews. There's one that says five stars. Fun so far. But then it's one star, one star, greed. Complete disappointment. One star. Completely yeah. imbalanced. Yeah, maybe <laughs> it was maybe it was Metacritic. I was thinking of somebody somewhere is real low. Shameless money I, grab. <laughs> let's yeah. Let's just say I can totally see why um, people would dislike this going in because you have an expectation of what it's going to be. See, I have no to, expectation. Yeah, I didn't really have. I've I've played the other ones. I've I have them on the PC. I enjoy them, but I play a lot of games that I immediately when I saw it, it's like okay, it's. It's free, but there's transactions in game. As soon as I saw that, I'm like, okay, well, that means that I will play for 10 minutes here, and then I'll wait for you know, you know, three or four hours. Next time I get to pick it up, I'll pay for 10 minutes right, there. But they so could have called kinda, this. They could have called this DungeonManUSA.com, and fine, it would have been the yeah. same game. But they are using the I name agree. Dungeon Keeper because they have people with expectations. They're using if the they, brand to bring them back, right? If they, I would have appreciated if they had called it Dungeon Keeper in-game play or something, something that would distinguish Dungeon it. Up so, you, so you right. So you would know that you were I'm not Nicole, getting involved with something that wasn't Dungeon Keeper. I agree. That's it's yeah, just right. dirty pool. Like here's what IGN had to say about it. They gave it a 40. That's pretty damn low. They yeah. said Dungeon Keeper is a bad game that desperately tries to emulate cash or clash of can clans. I can't cash of huh. cans cash, is what it should be. Point? I don't think it's anything like that. And it says in its business, right. he says just their business model, but with business no model. success. Uh, right. there's nothing of the original franchise in this mythic game and just, uh, and are just long or say there are just long waits and annoying money requests ahead. U.S. Gamer says the tragedy of Dungeon Keeper is that every so often it shows glimpses of what made, made it great in the first place. You can see the classic game in there somewhere. It's genius right. and what could have it's, been, but it's, it's the just, imp, it's the imp slapping that, that is there. That, the, the imp that slapping. That's it. Yeah. That's it. Uh, Somebody said here, Dungeon Keeper is not a video game. This is Metro Game Central. I don't know who that is. It's not a video game. Not anymore. Instead, it's just a virtual beggar constantly demanding your spare change and offering nothing in return. I'm, I completely agree with this sentiment, and I think this thing sucks. Expectations aside, they did do one thing that's very funny, I think. And this says something about their own expectations for how things are going so far. They released this thing on, I, I, uh, on iOS and Android. The Android version only... Right. You can't, there are only two ways to rate it because it doesn't use the Google Play rating system. It uses its own because right. Google Play or the, the Apple one, you, you choose one to five stars. That's just the way it is for everything that's made. It's a standard rating system. On this one, you can do it per game. So 
they so it says this how would you rate dungeon keeper with a giant five stars in yellow above it to encourage you to go five and then there are two options a dark blue one to four stars or the other option in bright green five stars you can't even give it a one star review you can only give it a one to four interesting (laughs) well i just think that says a little something about what they think doesn't it right 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 well you know i I just feel like i feel like everyone in the world is treating me like an idiot for the last week like how right. dumb do they think players are? We're not stupid. Well, this is kind of like uh, Reggie coming out this past week saying that uh, Nintendo, uh, you know, we know what's best. And uh, we hear you. We listen. We hear you saying stuff. We just don't care. Yeah, Did they, you guys read that, that, yeah. that interview with Reggie this past week yeah. of Nintendo? Nintendo makes me sad. There's so much. Yeah. Have you ever heard of anybody? It's like this. Let's say Nicole had every. Let me think about this. Let's say. Okay, here we go. Nicole, you have every, you have all the great Christmas cookie recipes ever made. They're all she in knows. your, they're in your possession. Nicole has them in a closet at her house. She is the sole owner of these cookie recipes. And if those cookie recipes were placed properly, they would make her billions of dollars and she would be the hero of Christmas time because she has right, this amazing right. stuff and she figured out the best way to get it out in people's hands. But instead she's like, well, no, and they're going to put most of it in the garage and keep it there and no one will ever see it again. And then a few things I'll drag out and I'll just do really weird ways of giving it people. Like the only way you get this recipe is if you buy this this old dirty clam with like a, a horse's eyeball in it. And then they can have that. And that'll that's how they can get the recipe. That's what Nintendo's right. like. It's these weird, they get the best content, best games, best concepts, and some of the best developers in the history of the medium. And they right. wrap it all up in their goofy hardware decisions and their strange release stuff. It sucks. And I don't understand how you can sit on that giant pile of potential money and not know what to do with it. I've heard that Nicole has a Toll House elf at her house in a hamster cage right now. <laughs> Is that it? Bake okay. cookies for me, bitch. Do it. <laughs> okay, Mrs. Spagnolo. Okay. Oh, yes, yes, ma'am. Uh, moving on. Penis Brothers and Rust. Let's talk about this real quick. Yeah, right. So, well, and, and, we, I sent you guys the story about Daisy players as well. So there's there's two different there's a lot of weird stuff happening in these games, and I just thought it was funny that that these little yeah um, these, a lot of these survival frustration. Well, in these it's survival these survival games. games, and there's just the, the weird weird parts of people's Power. personalities are coming out. You know, it's yeah. a really interesting well, study. I hope somebody's paying attention to this no, who knows it's stuff. No difference. It's no different than than you know middle school depancing and that kind of stuff. It's just is happening in the game world, which really sucks. I used to be relegated to just the jocks, and now it's well, also it is. But games. think of it this way: this is this is where it's different. The people, the jocks who did it in school, had repercussions. Right. They would have to go to the principal's office. Sometimes there was a fight. People got hurt. Like there's a lot of other circumstances that would happen. Right. Right. Here in the virtual worlds of Rust and Daisy and others, this stuff goes down. And there really are no repercussions. Right. I mean, there's a bunch of people talking about it on the internet, but there's no actual repercussions. So if right, you're a total right. Hitler in your fake world, and in real life you're just selling copiers, well, <laughs> what, what's to say you wouldn't become like the dude in The Postman who used to sell copiers? Remember that? <laughs> yeah. Uh, so here's a piece of that video of them running around with their wieners out. Our goal is to meet fellow penis brothers and recruit potential penis brothers into our group. Hey, buddy, you want to join us? The penis brothers? Okay, so it's they'll basically... Sh- <laughs> they'll shoot you if you don't take your pants yeah, off. Yeah, if you don't take your right. pants... Because Rust features textured polygonal, 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 polygonal. D- dudes with their wieners out. That's just the way that game works. I, when no, it doesn't. Yeah, it does. Like, when you come into the world, your wieners out. Am- oh. Even you, Nicole. Oh, I didn't realize that. 
Yeah, you're well, naked. In the, you're naked in the world like a caveman. I, just, I thought I had like boxers on. Mm -mm, not anymore. Yeah, you don't see yourself. They so used you don't to. Know that. So for a while they had. Oh, I, I want to so say. I want to say for a while they had pants, and then for a while they had blurred junk. But I think yeah. right now, if you go in there, it's just you're you're swinging your doodle. Yeah, Pre oh. pretty sure that's it. I didn't think so. Pretty I don't sure. know. Chat room. Pretty sure. Let me know. For I could sure. be wrong, and I don't think that's the final state of things. To be honest. I would think that might be a mod or something. I'm pretty sure really? everyone's naked all the time. I'm not sure because you can't look at yourself, and that aggravates me. I, like, yeah, well, you definitely can't look at yourself. Like, you can go in third right. person uh, from the back, I think, but that's it, right? Right, right. You can't turn around and go, well, look at look at Jimmy and the, <laughs> and the two twins. So here's the here's the thing. The, the, the hard part of the video or the part that may upset some people is that, you know, forcing another person via gunpoint to drop their pants in real life would send you to 30 prisons tomorrow. Yes. Doing it in the virtual world is funny and dumb but i guess you know we kill people all the time in games we run over stuff well and cars. then they humiliate them i mean that's if you watch for yeah it is yeah. it is and that's the same way with the daisy um two guys running around basically threatening if you don't sing your national anthem we're just going to kill you yeah <laughs> and that's what they do in this video there's a ridiculousness to it like, that i like <laughs> like weird <laughs> like rules that yeah. that these players are coming up with yeah. like yeah. stand on one foot and you know, sing, I mean, yeah. sing whatever song. I watched Frankie in 1080p as a YouTuber guy that I like uh, from the UK somewhere. And he was doing, this has nothing to do with these games. He was playing a, um, a uh, what do you call it? What's the, oh, Arma 3 mod called right, right. Rebels, I think, or something. Anyway, it's cops versus rebels. And the right. rebels come into town, and when you're in town, the cops can pull you over in your truck, give you a ticket, make you pay, or warn you, or shoot you, or arrest you, or whatever. And there's all the, it's, the game is really about testing the boundaries of like this voice activated kind of make up your own politics, make up your own laws kind of world. And it scared me more than any of this because in that world, <laughs> this cop pulls him over, says, pull over to the side of the road. He's like, I am. Where's, what's the other side of the road? This is the side of the road. Okay, fine. You're close enough to the road. What am I in trouble for? You're going to pay a $200 fine for looking looking at me wrong. Right. And I went, ugh. That in a real world setting, that's bad. Yeah. That's real yeah. bad. Right, right, right. So, so I think this is actually probably, some people are going to jump on this kind of stuff and go, ah, look, this is what's wrong with video games and kids today. Robert, anarchist, this and that and the other. I actually think there is some value in this. I think there's value in people expressing themselves in this way when they're in their teens and being jackasses that will let them explore this stuff without exploring it in the real world and kind of get some of this stuff out of their right. system, explore it intellectually and say, well, how did I feel about that thing I did? And am I truly this, this narcissistic butthole? Uh, and you know, you know what I mean? Like, I think there's probably, yeah. it's easy for us to jump on the negative, but I actually think some of this stuff turns out with, with good study and not jumping to conclusions, probably find out that some of this stuff is actually healthy explorations of these concepts. Right, right, right. You know, so it's just kind of like you, you kind of compare this to like to the uh, to the to the Amish teenagers who get to do their little freedom thing. Kind of the what kinda rum like, springer you know, they, they or go out. Called? Yeah, yeah, rum rum springer. Yeah, rum springer. Do you guys see those? Like, they don't. They're mostly in like Pennsylvania and stuff. But do you ever see any of that down where you're at? No, not really. Coming down to South Carolina to break loose in the Amish. Yeah. Awful. No, not so much. <laughs> I mean, I watched a documentary <laughs> on that, and some of them were like doing crack all weekend. And, yeah, like, it's crazy. Yeah, I've seen that. Yeah, I know what documentary yeah. you're talking yeah. about. I think I saw. So the you same can come one. back and have something to be asked for forgiven for. It's like, okay, I've, I've really done some stuff. Yeah, but in those cases, <laughs> that has real repercussions because that guy comes back a heroin addict. These guys just log right. out. You know, they log right, out and right. do something else. So. 
it's going to be hard for older generation people to understand it or even even commiserate with what I'm saying about it. But I just think it's so easy to jump to these conclusions that it, right. it, it's like a training. Like if you're in a plane, let's say you're in a plane simulator and you're training to be a pilot. Well, that's right. all fake and you crash five, six times and nobody died. But the implications are, wow, if this is real world, I would have killed 300 people. Well, let me we see there. Right. We see value in that. I just think there's. There's value in seeing how people behave when 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 you can virtualize it all and then let's see what they do. And then if they do that, what does that mean? Does that mean anything at all? Or does it mean that they're that when you pull away these barriers of reality, then anything goes and that's okay? Or is that not okay? Like I think exploring this is a healthy societal thing. I think yeah, I, I agree with you because I think is it is it a healthy societal thing? I don't know. Does it actually exist? Yes. Whether I have video games or not, to you know, kid, teenagers, you know. Teenagers, I would say, anywhere between 11, 15, even up, maybe up even later, yeah. is according to how mature they are. They they fantasize about this kind of stuff and they joke about this kind of stuff and they explore those things through you know late night discussions with other kids their age because it's just like, well, what if you know what? What if I said this and I did that and mm-hmm. you know and what if we humiliated somebody like this? Wouldn't that be hilarious? And it's just a it's an exploration for, of boundaries. Yeah. And but what we have here though is an actual you know. We're we're actually able to take a look into, you know, this 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 culture that that yeah. happens during that. It's easy that to be put off by it because it's not it's scary. It's, it's not you know in a school or something. But what was that? Is it humanities right. or what was the? Not that's not the name of the class. There was a class in high school where we did where this stuff is explored, called right. humanities. Yeah, I know what you're talking about. Uh, it's, it's something like humanities, but that's, that's uh, not what it's called. And we do like the totalitarian week where everybody ha- we pick a leader and then everyone's wearing armbands <laughs> and everybody has to wear a Hitler mustache. It's kinda, awesome. Kind of. Yeah. Right. I mean, there was, and if you didn't do something right, you were humiliated and had to get on the floor right. and do pushups or something. I mean, it was all stuff our parents had to agree to, but right, you know, that's, right. that's, that's what that exercise is about. And have you ever talked about this on therapy Thursday on the, no, we the should stream? though. Well, the problem I'd is be good. if Wendy has any bias, it's against video games. So right. I think with her, we're doing this 12 series thing we're going to be working on soon, going to kickstart it and stuff. I think that this is definitely a topic we have to talk about. Did you did you happen to see the episode of, of Bullshit with about this topic? Uh, yeah. They, with Penn and Teller? And, yeah, a lot of Penn shooter Teller. games were talked about in that one, as I recall. Yeah, and they were talking about, you know, shoot in-game versus real life and yeah. right. different studies that are being shown to... The, that the violence among teens is down yeah. and why is that not necessarily, you know, like we were, like you we were talking about, maybe them being able to act out in this virtual world could be one of the reasons. I don't know. One I'd, thing I didn't like about that show is I felt like it was awesome and needed a bigger audience and having it like squished away on some showtime schedule yeah. where nobody who really That's needed to hear show. this would see it. Like I felt like right. that show needed to be seen by mainstream parents on a network channel and that would never be there. So I get why it's where it was. But wouldn't mm-hmm. that be better if like people who are dumb about that stuff could actually see that stuff? I don't know. Mm. Always Do they stream that? That should be a streaming on like Amazon or Netflix. I want to say that's where I saw some of them. But then it's not there anymore or something. Yeah, It was like some brief period on Netflix or something. It's a really good show. Yeah, it is. It makes you Seek think. it out. I mean. If you're a skeptic yeah. and you're a person that likes to get to the 
the raw truth of things. That show's pretty good right. at doing that. Mm-hmm. Some people hate it, but I think it's pretty good. I, yeah. yeah, it's great. They, they, they can be a little bit abrasive. Absolutely. Well, that's my point. Is if Well, they have to be. Yeah, they, right. They have to use a lot of cuss. I mean, that's what they say in the very beginning. You're going to hear us cuss a lot, and there's a reason right, for right. that. Yeah, it's to bring, it's basically to get your damned attention. And Well, no, right. because calling someone a liar or calling someone a fraud, you can be sued for that. Yeah. But they call them an a-hole or... Right, <laughs> right. Get away else. with it, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's funny. I didn't think about that. A hole is not defamation, but uh, calling him a fraud is. <laughs> what if he's so a, funny? What yeah, if yeah. you say a fraudulent a hole? Then what? I'm I sure that's bad. Be, yeah, you can. Yeah. still frauds fraud, in the word. Like, yeah, yeah. You know what a fraudulent a hole would be? That'd be an a hole that makes milk and cookies. That'd be a It'd fraud. Be a horse pretending to be a donkey. <laughs> That'd be it. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know what I'm saying. All right, email. Got a quick email here. We're going to throw out from Jeff Anderson from Minnesota. Don't you know? Anderson, Mr. Anderson. Oh, hello, Jeff Anderson. What are you doing out there today? He says, uh, hello, Final Score crew. I just had an idea while listening to your last show, and I wanted your opinions on it. What if when you created a character in an MMO, you didn't have the basic character creation, but you took a picture of yourself, uploaded it to the servers, and it was amped over your character. Amped? I think he means mapped. Mapped. Mapped Uh, mapped over your character and took height and body size into consideration. I would love to hear your thoughts. Keep up the great work. P.S. I am fine with my name being said on air. I know how you are careful about names on the air pro- uh, to protect people. Are you? People. I didn't think you were. I don't think I'm that careful. Uh, <laughs> Did you do first and last? Because some, usually we don't do last. Well, he's, two. yeah. He, and he from signed Minnesota. it. Jeff Anderson from, from Minnesota. Minnesota. Third Street. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Up the road <laughs> from. Goes to Starbucks at four o'clock yep. every day. <laughs> Sounds about right. Uh, this is not anything new in terms of games. I remember the, the, oh, what was the it's EA? Been played, it's been played with a little bit. There was an uh, EA game where you could use the Microsoft um, right. camera, not this is before the connect, but that little weird camera they used to have on the 360 right. and you could take a picture of the front side and back of your head and they would map that on the soldier and right, it was right. weird looking. The problem with the MMO thing is people are going to take pictures of themselves naked. They're going to have, <laughs> you know, I mean, like I did this thing. I was just curious with Tearaway, Nicole, there's a scene where you get to color what a, what a goat or a horse looks like mm-hmm. and it textures it with whatever photo you take. And so I thought, well, what's to stop somebody from just taking a picture of their junk or something for this thing? So now I didn't do that. But I went and took a picture that of the horse dog. Was well endowed. I took a picture of the dog's belly. Our dog has like a pink belly. Oh, so I took a picture funny. of Daisy's belly. And then sure enough, that horse is walking around with Daisy's texture all over it. So all oh, it would take, if somebody's like, I want to put my big hairy nipple on that horse, no problem. <laughs> right, right. So I am interested. I am interested in it. This is kind of like an idea of like uh, maybe photo scanning your whole body. And it's, it's what they're doing already in movies and how they get, uh, basically how they get accurate animation oh. of actors already. They just do it in a more that much detective more game. Way. What the hell was that game? Oh, right. Uh, 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 um, um, uh, film you know. noir. Uh, L.A. Noir. Yeah, L.A. Noir. Yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah L.A. Noir. Yeah, right. What a cool game. Uh, I so I, I'm, I'm with him. I think it would be. I think it would be very. I think it'd be a fun thing to do, but the abuse, like Scott's saying, the abuse. <laughs> it'd be a little rough to get through. It was already the abusive abuse. on that one, that 360 one I was telling you about. I would be playing that game. I'd zoom in with my scope to snipe somebody. His head would pop up, and I'm shooting right. at somebody's testicles. Because yeah. they would take a picture yeah, of their yeah. crotch and, and mash it over the top of their That's face. terrible. I know. What the hell? What so, game was that? He didn't even have a face. It was um, Warfighter or someone oh. in the chat will know. Maybe in a Tom Clancy game. I don't remember. Oh. Uh, it was, you could take. Uh. I mean, why would you want to do that? I mean, somebody's shooting you. In your virtual junk. 
<laughs> That's terrible. It is terrible. But the That's idea that people can do these things is part of this. Well, it's part of what we were talking about We're, earlier with Dustin you know, or Rustin. Rather, I think, Dustin. I think, I think the point is that we've we've seen so much sandbox type uh, game development over the last couple of years is really where everything shifted to because we want to make our own games. We yeah. want to we say like give us a platform, we'll make our own games. We're still in a very experimental phase, and if you put the general public into an experimental phase, they're just gonna they're gonna do everything that they can do to be perverse they're gonna, and they're test gonna break it. Boundary. That's what they do. Yeah. That's why people do beta tests now. It's not just to see if your code's right. good. It's to see how people are going to jerk you around. Exactly. And Ar- Irony Man in the uh, chat room is telling us that you can do this with some of the uh, uh, some of the Connect stuff. Yeah. Easy Connect 3D scanner and stuff. And I've, I've looked at it briefly, but I don't have... Uh, oh, if I could tell you the, the Uno games I played on Xbox Live and right. had to stare at some Canadian's wiener the whole time. <laughs> I mean, I kind of got okay. used to it. Oh, no, I'm out. I kind of got used to it after a while because I wanted <laughs> to play, but I'm like, oh. Right. I, and you can block people and all that. But there were times where I just would, oh, he's not wearing pants. So there's another one. And I just keep playing yeah. and beat him usually. And beat them, yeah. yeah. Well, because they're too focused on they're too focused on showing you their wiener. Yeah, they're not there. They're not there to to challenge you in Uno, right? They're, they're showing their you. Uno exactly. <laughs> uh, let's do uh, one of these, and then we'll get out of here. We're kicking it old school. It's time for old school, and that's where we talk about an old video game. And this one is close to my heart. We used to have one of these in the house with free play on it. My dad, uh, when he owned arcades. Uh, would bring home Missile Commands all the time. We had a sit-down one and a full stand-up model. Missile Command in the arcade is the game. 1980. Woo! Can you believe we haven't done this one? Woo. I went back to the... Uh, it is surprising, the... yeah. yeah it's one like, of the wow. classics. Yeah, It is. One of the great classics. It's a 1980 game made by Atari Incorporated that was also licensed to Sega of Europe uh, to be right. released in the UK. It is considerably uh, considered one of the most notable games from the golden age of video games. The uh, plot of the Missile Command game is simple. The, plot. the player's six cities are being attacked by an endless uh, hail of ballistic missiles. Some of them uh, may even split and make multiple independent targetable reentry vehicles. These are called MIRVs. Mm. Uh, later level smart bombs and all kinds of other stuff. And there, I, I actually beat that game. Uh, there's a way to beat the game. There is an ending to that game. Right. At right. some point, it just quits being too hard. And then it says, congratulations, you've saved the universe. And it got to the point... <laughs> Where I mean, we played very competitively, but it had a ball, three three right. little switch buttons, and a ball. That each of the three buttons represented your your three bases, and the closer you were to one base, you or if if there was a thing coming to one of your bases, you'd want to use the one the the defense turret nearest the impact, right. so that it would be the quickest missile to kill it. And after a while, I mean, the whole screen was just blah with tons of stuff, it was. and you're just and just laying down like carpet bombs of missiles to catch all these other missiles coming at you what an amazing time that game absolutely was. and and it makes me wonder if if you know kind of how they did all these little explosions and stuff it totally reminds me of war games i'm sure that was probably influenced in that in that matthew broderick uh nice well, film i think there. so too sure mm. absolutely Those and, explosions uh, like the 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 balls that would come out and then go back and right yeah exactly yeah and uh you know i, I played this a, a good bit um, was never really that good at it because you have to you have to be thinking you have to think okay well the missile is going to be at this point so you can't shoot it you can't shoot it at the missile you have to shoot it where the missile will eventually be so I was always having trouble with that but I t- I had completely forgotten about this game other than you know just forever yeah. until I was on YouTube the other day and I was like oh here's a neat little Easter egg you may not know type in 
1980 and it'll bring up missile command at the top and it'll try to blow up your video. Right. It's like, Oh, okay, cool. So I did that. And that's what kind of brought it back to my mind. Yeah. And you got bonus cities every 10,000 points. I remember that was always a nice right. feeling to hear that sound. Uh, p- season players could play the game in theory indefinitely. However, marathon players will play the game until it ends either due to the game at literally ending fatigue or mechanical breakdown on the machine. <laughs> mechanical breakdown. Uh, and that'll the- be my favorite. If you can play a game to the point that you actually break it. Yeah. That's pretty good. Nicole, did you ever uh, play? I, I was just looking at the controls and it had one of those trackballs. Mm-hmm. Right, and right. I, I I did play this. Um, a bit. Yeah, I remember playing this because they always had these these types of machines in, in the bars. Yeah. So <laughs> Nicole was a frequenter of bars. Well, right? no, it, in the small town that I grew up in, that's you, you would go to the local bar and grill mm-hmm. and they would serve lunch. And so my dad would give me quarters to go play, you know, Q-Bird or whatever. And I remember playing this. Honey, I'll be over here. You go play those games. (laughs) Stop it. (laughs) I I do that with my my kids, except I'm the one playing the games and they're off to do the other thing. But, um, but they, yeah, that game is a, it's a staple at bars, hangouts, arcades. Like that's, you just always see them there. Uh, here's some sound of the terrible Atari 2600 port of Missile Command, which was so bad. Listen to the sounds. Oh, I can't put people through this anymore. And I guess it's not, there were more than, there were six cities, not three. I have that wrong, right? Yeah. Yeah, I think so. Oh, no, 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 no. I'm sorry. It was six cities, but three missile batteries. That's what it is. Right, right. This is the kind of game that I enjoyed rolling the track ball mm-hmm. but i was terrible at this game right but yeah. something felt good about that role right the ball right it's like doo, doo, doo. i think that's why i like marble madness so much still to this day it's just that feeling of like rolling that ball Ooh. and what else did that centipede millipede um, yes. um that golfing game yeah oh yeah that golfing game was great God, what was it tea or something tea like that offer yeah, another game remember. and you would just roll that thing forward to do your yeah, hit just, oh, right. i loved it man yeah another bring game. back the ball Right. Other yeah. game called Touch My Ball. Remember that yeah, one? Yeah, I remember Touch My Ball. It was at your house in the basement <laughs> on a Friday night. Um, <laughs> all right. Well, there you go. That's it. That's it, everybody. We're done. Kind of a long show, but we're, I was, I'm was. i glad we got one in this week. Brian, I'm glad you're feeling better. Nicole, I hope you feel hope better. To... Uh, I'm getting there. Email us, podcast at finalscoreshow.com, and we'll read your emails here on the show. Before we go, though, let's talk about what you guys have going on. Nicole, tell us about uh, what's hot in your world right now. Still doing Nerd Parents every week. Yay. In fact, we just released uh, the Scott Johnson episode. Whoa, who's and that guy? What a jerk. What yeah. an a-hole. Scott and your lovely wife, Kim, came on the show. And I forgot to mention, Brian also was on the show, episode three. No. Yeah. So. Uh, Look at that. And I've actually gotten a good bit of feedback um, for those who don't know, and you don't have to be all surprised or anything. I did go through a divorce recently, so I am I am a divorced dad of, of video gaming kids now. So it is it, the dynamics of trying to get in the gaming time we used to get. Yeah. It's a little bit different. And it's a good uh, perspective to have. It's good because a lot of people don't. That. Yeah, I, I, I appreciate it. I heard that episode. It was really good. Yeah, and I got a lot of, I like, got a lot of feedback from uh, single dads and uh, and and guys going through the divorce dad kind of situation. So interesting. Wow. Yeah, it's so, good yeah, stuff. I, Nerdparents.com. I the, Is that yeah, Nerdparents.com. Yep, we're in Stitcher. We're in iTunes. All that fun all right. stuff. So. Good, and uh, also now part of the Frog Pants Mega Feed. Yes. So if that's how you get your shows, you'll find it there every week. And yeah. uh, that's good stuff. On the day Scott remembers to post things. 
Yeah. I just do a gentle nudge every once in a while. I like Nicole's. Her emails are about my lifeline to normalcy. It's like, oh, I didn't do something. <laughs> Nicole, surely tell me. Uh, Brian, anything from you? Absolutely. Comics Coast to Coast. Uh, today we talked to German cartoonist illustrator uh, Daniel Les- Liske. Ah, yeah, he does, yeah. Uh, ah, he does Worm World Saga. Uh, you can see that at worm, wormworldsaga.com, and the interview will be going up this uh, this upcoming Monday, like things like February the tenth or something like that. Mm-hmm. Great guy, great interview. Got to bring him back on. Just couldn't get everything uh, discussed that we wanted to talk about during the show. So, that's great. Full of information. No, that's Love very it. cool. And uh, new film sack this weekend as well with me, you, and uh, Brian yes. Nibbett and uh, Randy Jordan. We'll be talking about. I forgot. What are we watching? Uh, I forget too because I keep wanting to think is that uh, that. That Arnold Schwarzenegger movie, the was it Last Stand, right. but it's not. It's, it's the it's, one uh, after that, and I can't remember what it is we're doing. Uh, oh, Big Red, Angry Red Planet, or whatever. Big, oh, yes, right. Big <laughs> uh, Angry Red Planet. Angry, angry Red, Red Planet from 59, I want to say. So right. I'm excited, dude. Old movie. And I keep thinking, every time you say that, I always keep thinking of Ice Cube and the uh, and the Angry Red. Was it Mars? Red Mars? What was oh, it? Uh, 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 oh, Red, uh, Red, Red Dead Planet. Mars. Red Dead Mars. <laughs> I don't remember. Something it's like Red that. Red Dead Redemption. But, oh, no, but that game I'd see in a movie form any minute of the day <laughs> if you could just do it. Um, all right. Well, that's going to do it for us, everybody. Thank you for being here. Thank you for enjoying the show. I know we had a good time. Email us again, podcast at finalscoreshow.com or on the web at finalscoreshow.com. On Twitter, TFS Show, Scott Johnson, Brian Dunaway is the Brian Dunaway. There's a V in front of that. And Nicole Spag at Nicole Spag. <laughs> Uh, We're on Steam, we're on Facebook, we're all over the place. Check them all out. We'll see you guys next week for a whole new episode of The Final Score. Bye. Bye. This is Casey with a music memory. I'm not a physically fit person, but it's not completely by choice. I love playing baseball and riding bicycles. When I try and enjoy these activities, however, my delicate respiratory system makes me pay for breathing in all that LA smog for about a week. The most successful exercise routine I ever enjoyed was pedaling a stationary bike in front of the TV while I played Prince of Persia. The bike was a piece of crap that I got from a thrift store, but I really had a blast working out with the air conditioning and playing video games at the same time until the controller cord got snagged in the wheel. The stupid bike won that battle. Hey guys, welcome to Sweet Kicks with Bricks. Today's Kickstarter highlight is Ung Sung's story, Tale of the Guardians. This is being produced by Play Deck, based out of Carlsbad, California. And the reason I wanted to highlight this game is because it's another tactics game, and we know that there's been some other big tactics games to come out of Kickstarter, such things such as the Banner Saga that just came out. But the one thing I really wanted to touch on this is that you have some pretty big name people that are involved with this game. 
one of them being Yasumi Matsuno. This guy was in charge and he helped create Final Fantasy Tactics, which is one of my favorite tactic games of all time. He did some other Final Fantasy games. And so you have someone that has been involved with creating such great tactics games that you'll be able to know that you're going to get a good quality game out of this. And something else really cool about it is that you have Hitoshi Sakimoto, who is also been involved with all the games, uh, Final Fantasy Tactics and Final Fantasy XII. Sakimoto is the composer, and so you're getting great music, and then you know you're going to be getting great gameplay because you have uh, Matsuno, who knows how tactics games work out. It still has a little bit to go, but it only has seven days to go. And by the time you listen to this, it probably only has six or five days to go when you listen to this on the final score. So go to kickstarter.com. Go check out Unsung Story, Tale of the Guardians. Go back this project because if you're a tactics fan, you're going to want to be involved with this game because you know you're going to get a good quality game just because of the people that are working on it. That's it for Sweet Kicks with Bricks, guys. I'm Barry Rick saying so long, and please come back to the final score next week to check out all the great things that they have to say, and also Sweet Kicks with Bricks once again. And if you like my opinions on the games and the stuff that I bring to you, I also have lots of other things I talk about on my podcast, The Closet Geek, and you can find us on theclosetgeek.net and also on iTunes. This podcast is part of the Frog Pants Studios Network. For more information about this and other shows, visit frogpants.com. Audio program so good, it's like you're there.